Hello, and welcome to the Author's Den podcast, where we help authors share their message to the world. Join us as we feature unique conversations and get ready to be inspired. Now, let's get started with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, everyone. I am your host, Lizzie, for The Author's Den. I am so excited to be able to be here today featuring in Author's Den another incredible author, another incredible story. Uh, I hope you're sitting back and relaxing, having your favorite drink, whether it's coffee, tea, uh, water, and uh, just uh, pay attention. Remember that you can always subscribe to the Author's Den through all the platforms that are there. We're talking Spotify, SoundCloud, um, e, ePhone, and the name, the the. Uh, Shows are endless. So there's a lot of links and obviously the website as well, Authors Den Podcast. So today, everyone, I am so privileged to be able to speak to another great, great author with, with an incredible story. And uh, I always say that, but it's true, everyone. It's true. I, I, uh, I get more excited than than the author themselves, because to me, I get to learn, we get to learn a lot about this story about the author and uh, their about their trials and tribulations, and there's a lesson to be learned. So today, we're going to be speaking to David Gear. Gear, I hope I'm not betraying his last name, is probably correct, is going to correct me. He's uh, a native from Jersey, where he still resides. He is married with two grown children. He is an electrical engineer um, with um, uh, Abukalit degree with honors and a West master degree from uh, Seven Institute of Technology. He is a professional license from uh, New Jersey and worked in New York City for 20 whole years. That's a long time. Uh, as an engineer with Con Edison the local power company. He is also a member of Mensa, where he started writing interesting and imprints of newsletter. This is great, everyone. This is awesome. A little pause there. Good thing we are pre-recording this. Um, okay, one thing that I wanted to make sure that you have a little bit of background. Back in 1971, he was 25 years old when David was the first battle with schizophrenia. And a lot of you uh, know about this um, condition and a lot of you heard about, but we're going to be discussing a little bit more in depth with this incredible book that he has um, released. He lost um, that battle and his wife died and he severely injured his uh, front uh, Infant son, infant son. He went to trial, uh, but his jury saw that he was uh, suffering from that illness and acquired him not guilty um, by, by reason of insanity. He spent four years in a psychiatric hospital and a few decades later spent another three years in another facility, which always under the jurisdiction of the court. Nevertheless, his struggle in uh, 19, 2018, however, he won the Albert Noble Nelson, rather, Markings Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, wow, congratulations. And so 
we are going to be talking about this uh, incredible book that he has uh, released. And uh, this book is definitely help for many of you that are suffering from schizophrenia. Uh, the uh, book is called In Matter of Edwin Potter, Mental Illness and Criminal Justice Reform. So let's uh, welcome him to uh, the stage. Uh, there's a lot to learn today with a wonderful rum of applause. <laughs> hello, hello, David, and welcome. Welcome to Author's Den. How hello, are you Lizzie. doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. I, um, I'm glad that you are. Wow, what a, what a, for me to read this and, and with a straight face and not be uh, side uh, sidetrack. It, 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 I have to, I have to be honest with you. It, it really takes me back because it is a very delicate subject and it's a, it's a very um, difficult illness to live with. Um, were, were there any signs earlier in your life? I'm talking about five, six, seven. That something like this was coming. Uh, what's going to be part of your life? That was going um, uh, in 1979. Uh, I had my breakdown. The uh, there were signs that, and when we went to court, my mother told the judge, told the jury that uh, she saw that there was something terribly wrong with me, but she didn't know what to do. She didn't have any place to go, uh, and had there was no. Um, direction as to what people should do in a situation like this. So yeah, there were signs, uh, but nobody knew, and it just had a terrible end. Uh, it, when we look back in you know 1970s and 1960s, obviously things like this was not the norm. People didn't know or didn't talk about it. Uh, right, it, it got right. it got uh, generalized as so the person being. Uh, mentally ill period, but there was never a proper diagnosis. Now, later on in life, we're talking about the 20s, that's when things are becoming a lot more open and investigated more and and treatment is available for people like yourself. Um, So other than that, I mean, your life seems to be uh, some sort of abnormality. I mean, look at you. You have a huge uh, accolade for me to be for you to be able to win a award like that. That's incredible. Congratulations. Tell us Thank a little bit about much. this. You're very welcome. This is all you're doing. Um, so tell us about this award because there's an incredible, uh, amazing side of you, obviously. Well, the jeez, um, I have the uh, the. Uh requirements on the printed on the wall I think take it down to a wall and give it to you but um it, it um Albert Nelson Marquis uh is right. you, you may be you may be familiar with it uh, who's who and they uh, do a lot of who's who's who in America who's who in yes. dentistry who's who, who so um I was uh on that list geez I forgot how I got involved with that probably something in the mail and uh, I'd order and, and uh, they, I thought it would be good for uh for my uh, reference, okay, which it was a reference book, and uh, so uh, they kept track of me and uh, all the other things I did in my in my life. Let's see, I have a couple of them written down here. Uh, uh, see, writing for imprints is December 1990. Okay, it was published in the Mensa Bulletin, a national magazine with over 5,000, 50,000 readers. Uh, I received several hundred 
positive reviews for my book on Goodreads. So, uh, you know, things like that they kept track of. And then eventually they sent, uh, sent me a letter and said, you know, you uh, qualify for our uh, – for our award. So uh, I thought that would be a good idea, so I took advantage of it, and now I have it, so that's good. Congratulations. That must Thank me you. must have made you feel like a million dollars, and, you know, you know that you've done a lot of contribution to the world and a lot of contribution to society, and uh, so that that's uh, a little extra for you. Let's talk about the book, and I know it's uh, it's going to be uh, an unfortunately uh, a touchy subject. Obviously, I mean it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, but, I'll, uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing is that uh, I read the book in preparation for this uh, interview today. Uh, I read it last <laughs> week. I think it was yeah, really. You know, it's been a while since I read. I wrote it, you know, and I was in tears a lot. And just this past time reading it again, you know, I was in tears reading this book. It's, oh my it's goodness! A lot of bad memories, but uh, you know, you, you have to live with it, and you go you go through with it, you know. I so was go just going to say, every time, reading, writing a book, uh, and I have the experience of, of doing it myself, and going through trauma myself, definitely is therapy. Um, what will you say, uh, I mean, to to write a book like this, obviously you need some sort of inspiration and courage, lots and lots of courage. Uh, what made you decide, okay, I have to do this, not just for the world, but for myself. This is therapy for me. This is treatment for me. What was that breaking point that you said, I have to do it? Okay. Uh, well, to uh, to um, start off, you know, I was like, like you just, like I just said, the uh, I was writing for Mensa since 1990, and right. uh, there was so. What started me in that is that there was somebody who was writing into in their newsletter, and, you know, all kinds of terrible things about the Catholic Church and this and that, and all. He had a, he had some problems. His wife died of cancer, so he was very uh, he was an angry man. So, but the, but so I started writing. I started writing articles different you know, from his, trying to change the subject and getting people to be interested in, in other topics or other topics to deal with, but. Uh, now for the book, okay. You know, I gained that experience. You know, the, the reason what, what I learned from all that is that people are <laughs> people can be pretty nasty when they when they read something and they say these terrible things about you. But uh, you go forward. You know, what can you do? That's the way it is sometimes. So um, having all that experience, you know, I uh, it, it was it was. I you need courage, like you say, you need courage in order to do that. So with the book, again, I think that's the third time I think I said that. Um, with the uh, book, absolutely, had... lots, lots of courage, uh, and I know <laughs> writing it myself, David, uh, about my own story and my own trial, I've given up many, many times, and I, I thought to myself, there's no way that I can finish this, and there is, and yeah. it took me, it took me ten years to complete my story, ten and years. it's not a long book. It was about, took me five years, but let's go back to what you asked me. Uh, what uh, prompted me to write this book? Uh, uh, there. Uh, in the book, the woman is called um, Ruth Nussbaum. She was a she had a master's degree in uh, nursing, and uh, she was the head nurse, and she had an RN as well, so she was a registered nurse. And she was uh, my um, encouragement 
okay? And she got sick. She got cancer of the brain because she smoked. Okay, and she says, you've got to write a book. You've got to write a book. There's nobody else going to write this book except you, and you've got to write this book. So I thought about it, and I let it go, I let it go, I let it go. Eventually she died. Eventually she died. And uh, I decided, and uh, I tried to send flowers. I, I spoke with the uh, the family to send flowers, make a donation, her name or something like that. They didn't want anything to do with it. I don't think they wanted anything to do with me. So sadly, so uh, so I decided. Well, what I'll do? Okay, she wanted me to write the book. Okay, I'll write the book. So that's that's what I did. So that's what started me. Now uh, for um, uh, being. You know, stops and starts and all that. Yeah, it took me about five years to write that. It took me a couple uh, long months, maybe like half a year. I came to a complete stop because I didn't know how to organize this material. You know, that's what that's what I need to do. How do I write this? How do I write this? So right. I uh, figured out a way to organize it, which was I put down everything in a um, on the computer. I, I I kept the file. I kept the file. You know, dates and what happened and so on and so forth. And that that helped a lot. And then I was able to uh, you know be able to tell the story what happened here what happened there what happened when and when did it happen all that kind of stuff so that uh, right. that helped me a lot get that to get that done but uh, yeah so, it took me five or six years and I can imagine I mean that actually to be to be honest I don't think it's a long time for what you had to endure and go through and it's it's uh, it's not a long time so for the audience that are listening to the author's den right now uh what is the book uh, about okay the book is about let me read let me see if i can find uh the way i wrote it let's see the way i wrote it uh, oh here it is here it is okay this is this is it took me years to get this thing right what is the book about it is an autobiography about Edwin Potter, not his real name, a man with schizophrenia. He had no treatment, and as a result, he killed somebody. This is the true story of his trial, his struggle, and his comeback. So that's, that's in a nutshell, that's what the book is about. There are, there's a takeaway, too, if you want to talk about that. I, I Absolutely, about. yeah, because, because uh, one of the things that the audience will be able to, what is in it for me, right? What, what, how should I benefit from this story? And that's one of the things that all authors should try to bring forward is there is a lesson to 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 be learned in this whole ordeal. So absolutely, what is the takeaway? Okay, the takeaway, as I see it, now, the typical prison inmate does not have the skills necessary to succeed and accept in society. That is the problem. What do we do? We need to teach them reading, writing, arithmetic, social skills, job skills, language skills. They need mentors, housing, help with their substance abuse, and a change in the laws that keep them from taking part in society. The mentally ill have a different set of problems that cannot be fixed by throwing them into prison. Schizophrenia, for example, is a neurological problem, a spectrum illness, much like autism. They don't throw people with autism into prison as medical treatment. Why those with schizophrenia? So that's, uh, that's what I see as the takeaway. Gotcha, and I get it. And uh, obviously, people will be able to refer to this. I mean, there is there's lots of situations like this, and uh, you have firsthand experience. Right. Uh, and we uh, we talked about in the your biography uh, already that you were not convicted uh, for this right. crime. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to ask you as well is um, it is illegal for you to write such a story? Do you think no. it is? 
No, I asked my attorney about that. The uh, the law says that the, anyone who has been convicted of a crime cannot profit from his crime. Okay, I was not convicted of a crime. Right. So uh, so I'm free to uh, to write something like this. And so what I've done, you know, I, I, uh, I sent the book out. It came out in 2016. Came out in 2016. The first thing I did was I took to uh, colleges and universities, large and small, great and uh, not so great, and uh, I took that and I took maybe 52 books and I gave it that to departments that what I thought would influence uh, uh, mental illness, got criminal justice reform, psychiatrists, right. you know, part department with psychiatrists, uh, psychologists. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Social workers, uh, you know, all, all those people who are who are in that in that field and they're going into that field to solve problems like this. So that was about 52 books I sent out. And then I, then I also sent it to uh, local uh, elected officials like the governor, or uh, or um, yeah, yeah, the governors and uh, other pe- and other people uh, who are in the electric field, elected field. Uh, but also, okay, I mm-hmm. looked around for some other places. You know, when I was looking for schools or to look to give this book to, I found um, John Jay College of Criminal Justice over in New York City. They oh. uh, they have a I, I met um, I call her Celeste Kimball in the book, and she uh, was a director of the uh, Prisoner Reentry Institute. PRI, and she told, she chose exactly what this type of thing. What do we have to do to get these guys back out in the street so they don't come back again? Okay, this is exactly what she's looking for. So she uh, she, had, she had a nice comment. Uh, it's in the book. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've so, included that. One of the things that a lot of people are when, when they purchase your book or when they look at it, they mm-hmm. are uh, asking themselves, why do you include drawings on your book? Drawings is part of my life. Edwin Edwin Potter and I are one, you know. So I, I am oh. Edwin Potter. Like I said, it was an autobiography. So that's it. So I draw. I do try to draw. I'm still doing. You know, you know I get sidetracked from time to time, like right uh, at about this time because I got so many things going on. But uh, that's something that I do, and uh, it's included in the book because Edwin Potter is. Uh, that's part of what he does, and, and some uh, pictures, like you say, pictures are included in the book. I think I have about ten of them, something like that. And I think they're good. And, uh, I'm and, still working and it helps you comprehend better the book and give you better ideas, and, and uh, so it navigates easier as well. And um, for you, on your point of view, you suffering from this illness. What? How do you define, or how do you see um, the illness of schizophrenia? I'm not sure I understand your question. Uh, for your point of view, from your point of view, do you do you can you explain to the audience what is schizophrenia? That I mean, believe it or not, some people might not even be able to oh, okay. verbalize okay, I think, it. I think you have an idea of what you're asking. Um, schizophrenia. We're, we're working on it these days. Schizophrenia, really, they just maybe only a couple of years ago, they had no idea what schizophrenia is. Okay, it was a brain, Ill, a brain illness. That's all I know. Um, it, uh, it, and, and how do they address that? Okay, so uh, they're working on it. Okay, and 
right now, right now, uh, the FDA. I was on, I was on a panel with the FDA not uh, too long ago, back on November second last year, and uh, we were looking for the FDA was uh, looking for new ways of doing drugs. They need to understand, you know, what do you feel? What do you what do you think? How does it change? What is it? What is it like? We are, we got to know these things so we can find out whether we're giving you uh, if, if the drugs are better or the drugs are worse. You know, they they happening? They're not happening? What's that? So. Uh, they, so that's going on, and uh, schizophrenia is a brain illness. Okay, it's not something else. It's a, it has uh, had um, what's the word? Has uh, you can see it can show you, uh, you you don't you don't think right. Okay, you interpret mm-hmm. reality incorrectly. Okay, so that's really what it basically comes down to is that you you don't think right, you you don't see reality correctly. What's really going on? For example, when I when I was sick, uh, you know, having my breakdown, you know, you, you start to hear things. You add and you mm-hmm. you hear things. You attach different meanings to it from what it re- what the, what they're really talking about. If somebody was asked, you know, if I overhear a conversation where somebody says, "Let's go over to uh, this other place," and, you know, the headwind happens to uh, frequent that place too. So he thinks there's something going on you know there's something going on with these people there's they're, they're setting something up for against against edwin you know something like that you know that's that's right. how he sees that's how he sees it and then other people with schizophrenia too and basically you answer my sec my uh, next question um what it's like to live with it what it's like to be with and it's no uh, you just you just answered um are you right now uh, obviously in treatment and, and therapy medication yeah, I take medication. I see. I uh, hear from a psychiatrist once a week, and I still hear from my uh, other once uh, other. Uh, I have problems every other week, and uh, and I still see my. I still have to report to my probation officer every other week. So uh, we're still involved with the courts. That's never going to end. The judge has said no. Schizophrenia is incurable, and so we're not going to put you. Uh, we're not going to set you free because I'm not, I don't know. I'll never be able to put you back in the hospital if uh, if I need to do that if you're breaking down. So uh, that's that's where I am. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Can I help you with anything else? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I uh, would like to be able to share with my audience is obviously where can people get your book? Uh, it's very important. I mean, we're here to promote this, and thank we you. might want to make sure that uh, – no, thank you. We want to make sure that pe- the audience knows where to get it. And so can you share with us? Yeah, it's on Amazon. Uh, it's on Amazon. That's very it's easy. On, I'm sorry? Um, yes, it's very easy for people to access it. Uh, there will be links, by the way, everyone, here on Authors Den Podcast for you to be able to go through and, and purchase your own copy. Right. And uh, and Amazon, the book is called, do you want to say it? <laughs> In the Matter of Edwin Potter, Mental Illness and Criminal Justice Reform. Beautiful, beautiful. Love when people know how to promote themselves. Are you, you working on anything else? Because you definitely are a writer. You are uh, taking uh, these kind of words about writing. Anything else in the works? Uh, I have nothing in the works right now. Um, I'm trying to, you know, get this book moving, uh, get some, gotcha. get some, uh, some production. So, uh, so, I'm, so I took this podcast. I thought it'd be great. Uh, Absolutely. Meet, meet some nice people. People hear about the book. Get excited. You know, so it's also available at Barnes and Noble. So Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh, it's on my website. But Amazon, you should concentrate on probably, probably most likely. Uh, 
As for me, and, as for the, as for the illness, uh, I am what they call remission. You know, I I don't have any symptoms. I'm doing fine, and uh, I go to work. So I, what's in the works? I'm thinking about a book, but you know, I don't I don't know. I don't have an ending for it yet. So I'm working. I'm so I'm like I'm working with my drawings. Okay, I'm doing my drawings right now. I'm working uh, trying to sell the book. So that's where we are. Awesome, awesome. Uh, last but not least, uh, one of the things that I wanted to be able to uh, share with the audience yes. is to be able for you to um, uh, let them know what is the response so far. Uh, what is what have people have said from what you have published? Oh, Pamela, uh, I have a lot of the uh, responses that I've had. I've had very good responses, a lot of support Nine. for the book. And uh, you can see on Goodreads, uh, you know, look, look up uh, In the Matter of Edwin Potter on Goodreads, and you can see there and a lot of good, uh, lot of good uh, responses and, and encouragement for the book. That is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, last but not least, I know uh, this is supposed to be a brief one, but uh, I'm very, very curious, and people that are – listening to this later on this is recorded by the way we're not live i understand um <laughs> and uh but if you know some people would like to sometimes call in and ask questions uh we're not there yet but we might be in the future um for people that are suffering from the same uh illness right. but they're not they're not sure yet or, or they suspect or they've done things so they mention things that are not norm, what are the signs and what should they do in order for them to get help? Okay, it's, schizophrenia has been ignored for a very long time, maybe 50 years, and uh, the what they were doing is that, that they weren't you, you weren't supposed to help the schizophrenic person with schizophrenia unless he asked for it. Now, the problem with that is that the person with schizophrenia doesn't realize he has schizophrenia, and uh, so he says, I don't need your help. Okay, and this is it comes from a, 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 a illness or an effect called um, anosognosia. Okay, it means that you have no idea. He has no idea that he's sick. doesn't mean he's denying it. If he denied it, that he would know that he has it. But it, this is all completely different. This is he just does not realize he has sickness. And so that's, uh, so again, so, so, so he ends up sleep, sleeping outside, you know, a homeless person living on the streets, you know, there's no job, nothing. So uh, that's what, that's what the uh, conference with the, uh, the, oh no no that was that was somebody else that was part of the conference with the uh, FDA of course we all know that that's happening people living on the streets there is another person called Paul named Paul Webster he used to be the uh, senior policy advisor for uh, HUD Housing and Urban Development out in California he's working on there trying to get the people off the streets and he has some good ideas I haven't heard from him lately but he has some good ideas and so we're all working on it we're all working on it uh, now what uh, what type of symptoms do they have uh, like I said, you know they they don't uh, they don't they don't think right. You know they they see things that aren't there. They have hallucinations, delusions. Uh, they uh, interpret things incorrectly. Now these are these are some of the signs that uh, that are, are there to for the, the mentally for the person with schizophrenia. And the uh, the, the book, okay, the physician says for us, so it's called. Uh, uh, DSM five or DSM six, or maybe up to six now. I don't know, but they they would have uh, the uh, the uh, information that you're looking for there, but it'd probably be best to talk with a psychiatrist just, just to get a, a better idea, and understanding from somebody who's trained in this. 
And it's usually friends, obviously. Friends and family members are the ones that are pointing things out or they're seeing different signs. Right, and, right. And that yeah. was, there is not themselves. I mean, it wasn't you that just say, hey, I think there's something wrong with me. I mean, people point things out. And so uh, if somebody is noticing, I mean, that's why this book is definitely going to help. Uh, again, everyone, I do not want you to miss. It's called the In the Matter of Edwin Potter, Mental Illness and Criminal Justice Reform by David. And how do you pronounce your last name, David? Geiger. Geiger. It's like Geiger, Geiger counter. It's a German. <laughs> it's a German word. It means violin. We means violinist, by the way. Oh, that's right. Awesome. Well, um, David, it's been a pleasure and honor to be able to have you here at Authors Den. Um, I think that you're doing great, and uh, this this definitely is going to open the minds of a lot of people that have misconceptions and and myths when it comes to an illness like uh, schizophrenia. And I, I know it's not one of the uh, happy ending or, or a happy stories that you're looking for, but again, is is an awakening is to be able to educate people. I think education is a must when it comes to anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Education is great. And if you know someone that you can benefit from this book, Amazon and Barnes and Noble is where you can find it. Information again, you can find it through Authors Den. It's been a pleasure and an honor to have you here. Any last word, my friend? No, just thank you for the time and uh, the opportunity to speak with you and, and get some promotion for my book. I appreciate it. I really do. It is it is an honor and a pleasure, everyone. Thank you so much, and make it a great day. Bye-bye for now. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another exciting episode of the Author's Den podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of our future episodes. That's all for now. We'll see you next time.